fellow supermom, I'm glad you're here. This is the special needs supermom podcast. The glass of wine for your mind. Your tribe where you can relax, unwind and get stronger and more confident about your superpowers. I'm Nadine Villeur, your host, supermom of an autistic wonderboy and a supergirl battling juvenile arthritis. All while being a military spouse and international entrepreneur. Enjoy your glass of wine. Hello everybody and welcome to yet another episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. I am Nadine and in this episode I talk about if, you know, a symptom of your uh, uh, neurodiversity or your uh, disease is something uh, you really suffer from or is something that is kind of locked in your brain because people say you should suffer from it. Example. Uh, For myself, uh, I'm a severe asthmatic. And I'm sorry if I don't have my normal ADHD uh, tone of voice, but uh, I had a big asthma attack the other day, which turned out to be COVID. So, Heavily medicated, but ready to roll, just on a slower pace than normal. But uh, some time ago, uh, really nice warm weather, and I was really looking forward to go for a run. And a friend of mine said, "Oh, but but you should stay indoors because haven't you heard there is a smog alarm?" Uh, and uh, they said. That people that are older, you know, and asthmatic, that's really dangerous, so you should really stay inside. And every time there is fog outside, my mom, still 46, will call me saying, you better stay inside, right, today, because, you know, if there's fog, all the pollution is in the air and hanging there, and way worse for your asthma, Uh, you should wear a scarf. To protect yourself. <laughs> and I went for a run. Despite the warning. Why? Well, besides the fact that I'm an experienced runner. And I'm an experienced runner in heat. Because I used to live in Kansas. And you know. <laughs> in the summertime it's like 90 degrees at 6 a.m. in the morning. So can it be dangerous? And can it provoke an attack? Yes. Does it have to be that for every asthmatic out there? No. Another example. Uh, Besides being asthmatic, I'm severely allergic to a gazillion things. Hence why my husband is bold. Because then I can't (laughs) react to him. Uh, One of the things I'm allergic to is grass pollen, like so many of us. But because of that, the moment I smell fresh grass, I instantly, instantly, for years, have been going, (gasps) this is my first reaction, that I go like, (gasps) so I instantly start inhaling, uh, not so deep, and breathing, not deep, but shallow, really, and I, I kind of squeeze everything together, So, making it worse to breathe, 
But it was it the, 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 the allergies or because I just went completely tense and started to breathe not in the right way. And this is something my uh, breathing therapist I go to every so many years uh, uh, told me or no, pointed out to me because I said, yeah, at the moment it's really bad because there's... Everybody's, you know, uh, mowing their lawn. And my first reaction is <gasps> panic mode. And she said, ah, but that's an interesting fact. So your first reaction, you smell it. And even before you get an aller- a real allergic reaction, you tense up. So could this be something? And it was hard to let go of. And am I allergic to grass? Yes, still. But nowadays, if I smell it and I can smell freshly mown grass from miles away, I don't get a severe. (laughs) I don't have difficulty breathing immediately. Why? Because I stopped tensing up. Another example. Wonderboy is autistic and for many years and still to this day people question him being autistic because he's so social he is so nice he if he could he would save the world and because he is in that way social you know people assume he's not autistic the funny thing is because people kept saying that and because you know we, we're a big fan of the bickering theory and young Sheldon about a group of nerds and the main character well for us the main character is Sheldon and he is almost a classic autistic person I w- would say you know what we think of what most people think of when it comes to autism uh, have no sense for other people's feelings are not sensitive to, to sarcasm or picking up emotions. Pepin, however, is. But because, because of that, and you know, the signals you hear, and because what people said, nowadays Pepin keeps saying, uh, well, I, I'm really socially awkward. Well, he isn't. But somewhere in his head, he made himself think, you know, but I'm really socially awkward. Not good with people. He's great with people. He has friends. Yes, they're mostly online. Doesn't matter. He is the problem solver. He's the one all his friends talk to if there's something going on. And also outdoors. He's the guy, yeah, he doesn't chit chat about soccer (laughs) because, hey, it's a sport. But, you know, he's the first one noticing that I'm upset with something or I don't feel well. He's the first that will notice anybody really that they're not feeling well. And he's like, I think you need a hug. So, socially awkward? (laughs) Yeah, maybe in the fact that in in the way that he doesn't uh, know how to chit chat. But... Picking up other people's emotions. Talkative. Totally. 
third example. Supergirl uh, has juvenile arthritis. And one of the first medications she started on is methotrexate. And methotrexate has the color yellow if you have the injectable. Um, she got uh, weekly injections. And yes, she got... Uh, uh, at a certain moment couldn't deal with the injections anymore because they were so painful uh, and we they didn't work enough anymore. So it, we had to switch. But was something that was really interesting is that the color yellow, like I mentioned, the first time we went to a juvenile arthritis camp and she was about 10 or 11 years old, suddenly she heard kids talk about being allergic to the color yellow since she can't stand the color yellow. Funny fact, like I have here, she has a bright yellow wall in her bedroom. And we moved, you know, uh, 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 three years ago and she freshly painted, you know, it wasn't like, you know, we didn't want to she was like frustrated about the colors in her bedroom and we didn't want to paint them over. No, no, no. <laughs> she stopped using the mats years ago, uh, the methotrexate. Uh, we moved. <laughs> she painted the, the, the biggest wall in her bedroom yellow. And the same goes for uh, before that in our old house. Same thing. So, really? allergic to the uh, color yellow or because somebody said something about it. It doesn't, uh, with this, I doesn't, don't want to, you know, brush it off, you know. Uh, yes, there are autistic kids that really have a hard time with, with social cues. Yes, there are really kids and adults, adults that uh, are, can't stand the color yellow anymore because of uh, the severe side effects of the metrotrexate. Seriously, you need university just to pronounce names of, of the, 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 the disease and the, the medications of your kids sometimes. And that's the same with uh, all kinds of stuff. So yes, there are a lot of things, you know, your kids can find difficult to deal with or you can find difficult to deal with but not every side effect will automatically apply to you or your kid sometimes the pressure of society or because people keep on saying you should be like this or this should be a problem suddenly it's like in your head well if everybody, especially when you're younger, if everybody keeps saying it's a problem, it will become a problem. I've been, oh horror, <laughs> my mom uh, was really overprotective. So why I do I say oh horror? Because <laughs> we recognize something. Uh, my mom was really overprotective with me because... Uh, uh, with my asthma, I got sick at the age of four um, and I could get really sick. I was in the hospital a few times and it was really touch and go, you know, guys, uh, girls. 
thanks to modern medicine, <laughs> people with asthma now just can, you know, have a long life. Uh, maybe not always, but the majority can. And you know, I run, not always, to twice a year, I've got a really bad episode and I can't, but for the rest, and uh, the f- but the fact that my mom was always, you know, adamant about if there was freshly mown grass, she would have me indoors. Uh, in the winter, uh, I wasn't allowed to cycle. Uh, and in the Netherlands, you cycle to your high school. You cycle to school. Uh, because uh, at the age of 12, I ended up in a hospital with a pneumonia. And uh, she just wanted to protect me. To this day, I hate going by bus in the winter. I seriously still hate it. The fact was, you know, the intention was good, of course. But my mom is still like, oh, it's cold outside. That is dangerous. While, especially when it's freezing outside, it's the best climate for my lungs. I can get lost during a run for an extra hour. Yeah, I've got ADHD, no sense of direction. If there's a new city, <laughs> I will get lost. Uh, and even in my old cities, I can get lost. Uh, but I can go on and on forever. The same if I go to the mountains. Because it's higher, the air is maybe thinner, but more clean. And the same if I go to uh, the sea, to the ocean. And with Supergirl as well. Uh, you know, she had the size effect of the color, but really, it, she never mentioned it until it was mentioned. Wonder Boy at the moment is really struggling. Well, we were always, you know, we we're really open about everything we have and that there's no problem. And we joke about all the quirky, weird things we have. Uh, and I often joke about him, you know, because he's, well, he has autism and ADHD. Uh, but there's this belief that autistic people, you know, really have a set system and therefore are clean and tidy. <laughs> well, he has a system somewhere in what I think is a mess. <laughs> but, you know, so sometimes I joke uh, about him. Why don't you have the compulsive cleaning <laughs> autistic, autistic side of things? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, mom, I still don't see the problem because I, there is a system in this chaos. Uh, so, s- try to, if you, you know, if your kid is struggling with something, if you are struggling, if you feel you're tense, getting tense in a certain situation, if your kid tenses up in a certain situation, is it because, you know, there really is an allergic response, for instance, or it, it really indeed is really hard. Or is it something that used to not be a problem, but suddenly became a problem because everybody made it a problem? That's my food for food, food for thought for today. Let me know. Did you or your kid, you know, got aware of? A problem that wasn't a problem at all, uh, but was made into a problem by teachers or by doctors. You know, uh, um, 
with the juvenile trials association uh, you see a lot of there's a fine line when can you exercise and when you, exercise is good but if you have an active inflammation you shouldn't on the other hand you have to keep on moving because otherwise your condition goes deteriorates like crazy try to find a fine line there but there are enough kids with juvenile arthritis uh, that uh, still do exercises even go to the Paralympics uh, we have one girl uh, I think no we actually have three older members of the Dutch Juvenile Arthritis Association that went to the Paralympics uh, Lady Gaga has a form of uh, uh, she has fi fi fibromyalgia so a form of rheumatoid arthritis it's in that family and Sometimes you hear, oh, but if you have this, you can't, blah, 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 blah. Can't you? A friend of mine who got acute rheumatoid arthritis during her pregnancy. And they were, she was told she can never run a marathon or never go running again. But she was this super fit girl. Three years later, she ran a marathon. Was it completely pain-free? No. <laughs> But she ran a marathon. For me, it was I was always told, warm weather is bad for you. You have to be careful. And with this and this and this and where, uh, kind of weather, you should go inside and lock yourself in. But it really depends on the circumstances. That doesn't mean that somebody with asthma won't have a problem with warm weather. But if you're used to a certain climate, and if you, like me, for instance, are a runner, It's a way different circumstance than somebody that is maybe 70 or 80 years old or someone that has an even worse asthma uh, condition than me uh, but doesn't have the, the, the physical condition to deal with it. So, next time you respond to something or your kid responds to, to something. And it wasn't there before before you had the diagnosis. Was it really a problem or did they made it into a problem? Share, uh, let me know what you think about it and please, please, uh, if you like this podcast, please share and review on, on Apple or YouTube. Uh, would love for you to uh, subscribe um, if you really find this podcast helpful because it, okay, really helps me and um, <laughs> it's also good for my ego <laughs> but also helps other fellow special needs super moms like you uh, to find uh, this podcast uh, and with that hopefully uh, get a podcast that helps them find uh, and recharge their superpowers that's it for now see you next time bye This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. Enjoyed your mental glass of wine? If so, please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other Special Needs Supermoms you know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow Supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.